Grab some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, great to be with you for another weekend of the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University, recording in the Salem Media Studios on the board for us, Michael Geronimo Arpaio. So grateful for you, brother. Speaking of Thanksgiving, I am thankful for you. You're one of the best, man. Um, let's see. Uh, what the Frontier Freedom Hour covers issues facing the Western United States from a Christian conservative perspective. We're thankful we're not getting all the government we are paying for. And unfortunately, oh, we're paying for more government as a result of this special session. You wouldn't believe this. So the voters of Colorado look Jared Polis and the radical Democrats down at the state capitol and they just go, guys, they look at straight in the eye and go, do not utilize our Tabor refunds to deal with property tax issues. Our property taxes are running sky high in the state of Colorado, and we don't want you to utilize Tabor refunds to deal with them, but you got to do something with them. So Jared Polis breaks some glass a few days after the Prop H massive failure, 19 percentage point loss. And he breaks some glass and he comes out and he goes, we're going to do a special session. We're going to call it for three days. And the special session is going to deal with the property tax problem we have in the state. By the way, if you had just listened to the Centennial Institute back when the Gallagher Amendment repeal was on, we wouldn't be in this problem. So if you voted for Gallagher, you, you need to do something about it. All right? The rest of us were going, no, nah, don't repeal Gallagher. It's going to create all these problems. So we have this big, massive property tax problem. Everyone's going to deal with a 40% increase in their property taxes. Congratulations. So what happens when the radical left controls the state? By the way, just a disclaimer, Centennial Institute's not in the business of getting anybody elected, anything like that. We're not in the business of campaigns and parties. We don't endorse anybody. But we are about policy issues, and sometimes policy issues are really bad. So joining us to help explain what happened during the special session that took place for the past three days and just recently is Representative Mike Lynch. He's the House Minority Leader. So he's the top Republican in the House of Representatives. And so he's leading this motley crew of 19 Republicans on the side when there's a supermajority of Democrats in the House. And so he's got to face this special session. And Mike's going to join us on the line to explain what happened. Representative Lynch, thanks so much for being on the show. Hey, thank you, Jeff. Always a pleasure to be with you. So you're, first of all, you're like a real cowboy. That's what I love, man. It's like, we got to get some more of those. You even got your cowboy hat in the picture. By the way, we're, I'm trying to become a little bit more like you, a little bit more of a rancher. We had some, uh, to our surprise, we just had baby goats show up the other day. We didn't even know our goat was pregnant. And we walked down in the morning, and lo and behold, there's two baby goats. So it's, it's what happens. I got to talk with the stud. He, we have this stud, Mike, that can just find his way out of anything, no matter what, to get to the girls. It's like the most important thing to him. But I guess that's life, right? All right. So, Mike, <laughs> Representative Lynch... You are uh, you're part of this monthly crew of 19 freedom fighters down at the state capitol, and Jared Polis calls this special session. Tell me what you're thinking when he calls this, what's going to happen through this session. How are you planning with all this? Well, I mean, we asked for him to call it. And so, you know, that was, that was the first victory, that we actually, uh, we actually got something done down there. Now, 
we um, probably should have thought a little further about what was really going to happen with this. But they uh, no, we 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 knew that Prop HH was horrible for the citizens. I mean, it, it did not it did not meet the call of what it said it was going to do, and it was it was the manifestation of what they do every session. Every session, we know they're going to do something to try to get rid of the taxpayer bill of rights. They hate it. They want it gone. And you know, through the last session, we thought we were there in the last week, and sure enough, Senate Bill 303 comes through, and that is the that is the Tabor raid right there. Um, so we called for for the special session because we felt good that the citizens are going to uh, to actually speak on this and say we do not want Prop HH. And in the event that that happens, we also realize because we're down there in the middle of it not controlling anything, <laughs> that is an important message. When people open up that tax bill, just, just know that there is not a single Republican that had anything to do with that. <laughs> um, and, and if everyone believed that, we would change the, the demographics down there. But I will say um, we knew that something had to be done because we had proposed during the session five bills, five bills that address this because we as we look for legislation to create, we go, okay, where's the legitimate problem in Colorado? And we're going, we have not done anything with the repeal of Gallagher. We got distracted by COVID. We got um, distracted by all these other goofy things that they want to talk about. But meanwhile, looming in the background is the fact that we repealed Gallagher and did not come forward with a plan. And actually, you know, that going back to that legislation, when that legislation went through, there was a promise at the time to fix that, to say, hey, you know what? We're going to get right. this. We're going we're to repeal Gallagher, but but don't worry, guys. We're going to we're going to put something in place right away. Well, uh, two three years passed and nothing was happened, and so that put us in this predicament that we're in right now. So, um, so I mean, I I asked this to Representative Rose Puglisi and Senator Barb Kirkmeyer, and it was a wild idea. I I, I recognize I got a little John the Baptist in me, and I'm going to be out there in the wilderness. How about this idea? In the midst of everyone's property taxes skyrocketing, what if the state of Colorado just collected less taxes? <laughs> right. Well, that, that definitely takes care of the Tabor refund dilemma. <laughs> How about <laughs> you, you just don't collect, over-collect money? Right. That, that, you know, I, I mean, right. people are dealing with three or four jobs. The, the dang inflation and what it's doing to people is horrific and everybody's struggling i mean i know people in my life that are working weekends just to live the same way they were five years ago and you know one idea is just not collect so much taxes from people but the democrats down at the state capitol seem perfectly content with that oh they they are and what we saw manifest out of this special session and it was really clear if people were paying attention the really clear part was they were fighting for the government and we were fighting for the people. Um, now, here's the thing that's weird about that. It's all the people's money. And, the, it, you know, the, they act like once it's collected, it is now government right. money. Right. And to some extent, that's true. Right. But um, people willingly or, you know, didn't go through with uh, pitchforks and burning brooms with that, that collection. Uh, and, and that's different than than in th this overage where they grab too much money 
but what we discovered is that they, you know, they really believe that we've got to watch out for the government. There was not the perspective of we need to look out for the people, the citizens, the folks that we represent. Um, and that was really the battle there. We're like, well, but the citizens just said on this ballot thing, and they would say, well, but these municipalities need this and that. And I said, but that's not what the citizens said. Uh, so, you know, how, it, there was really a, a dichotomy of views there that 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 manifested big time in this uh, in this special session. It was it was even shocking to me. I was like, I never really thought about it that way. They really are fighting for the government money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is not theirs. <laughs> so three days of hard work. What did they come up with? Yeah. Um, no more than, than HH with a, with a few twists and turns. Um, and, and there's parts of HH that, that didn't even make it into prime time when people were talking about it. Uh, you know, one of those is that when, when the government has grabbed too much of that money and they say, oops, we took too much, they're now going to give that back, not fairly, but across <laughs> the board. Now, people may think that that's fair. It's not fair if uh, you loan $20 from me and, and, and I, and I, you're going to give 10 of it back, and then you say, well, here's five, and I'm going to give the other five to this guy on the street over here. Um, it, it's just not fair. So th that that got codified, um, which which I tried to run as an amendment to prove they were trying to bribe voters. They're bribing vo voters by saying, hey, if you're a bum and you've got a mailbox, you're going to get the same amount as the guy who owns a small business and paid $10,000 in state taxes. You both are going to get the same amount of money back. Um, so that that actually did get put in place um, only for one year, but guess what? They did it last year too. So now we're conditioning the yep. citizens of Colorado to expect that even if you don't pay any income tax, you're gonna get a check from Uncle Polis every year. And he'll he'll so. send it to you as the cash back program and he'll sure. make sure you know it has his signature attached to it. My goodness. Right. Right. Well, right. we're up, we're up against a commercial break. I want to dive in too as to um, kind of what the property tax implications are. Many of us are yep. going to get a property tax bill uh, sure. in January that's going to be disgustingly high in ways you have never imagined. It's going to be a gut punch to you as you're kind of, if you're like us, you're planning out your year, what your income versus your expenses are going to be, and you're trying to be responsible, unlike the government out there. So you're going to get this, you're going to get this bill, and are you going to receive any relief? Did the three-day session make any impact? And then I'm going to ask Representative Mike Lynch, House Minority Leader, top Republican in the House too, what it was like for him to watch one of his colleagues, Representative Ron Weinberg, deal with rabid anti-Semitism coming from Tim Hernandez and Elizabeth Epps down there as well, as he stood up and stood right behind Representative Ron Weinberg during one of the, one of the most historic speeches I've ever heard down at the state capitol. It was a wild three days at the state capitol. This past week, I mean, maybe even longer than that, they may have even gone into four days, but it was it was crazy and insane and trying to navigate it all from a sane perspective was Representative Mike Lynch, the House Minority Leader. Friends, you're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University on this special Thanksgiving weekend. We'll be right back. 